It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from the heartland, where investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Paranoid Banker Podcast. Hey there, Darren Garman here. And one of the big hangups I see with people, um, and I see this a lot, has to do with them getting caught up in finding that perfect property, that perfect multifamily property. So uh, just to give me an example, I get you know dozens and dozens of emails a week, uh, voicemails uh, from people, and um, I mean, not to mention that, but also you know voicemail messages, emails, voicemails, texts from people, and 90% of them have to do with asking me my opinion on whether they should look at buying a property or not. So for example, hey Darren, I'm looking at this 150 unit property. Here's all the good things about it. Here's all the bad things about it. Now, what do you think I should do? Um, And I get this kind of question a lot in various forms, but at the end of the day, that's pretty much it. Darren, what do you think I should do? I'm looking at this property. And one of the things that I find that most people get really hung up on is finding the perfect property. Um, especially when it's your first or second property. And it's understandable. I mean, if you think about it, your first or second property is the kind of property that is really one of the most important properties that you'll ever buy. Not to say that you know your eighth or 10th property is important, but think about it. That first property really, really builds the foundation, doesn't it? That's really where you get your start, is that first or second property. So coming out of the blocks and being smart and finding a property as perfect as you can possibly get it makes a ton of sense. Makes a ton of sense. I get it. But I got bad news for you. Bad news. Here it is. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. Okay. I can walk you around all of the properties that we own today. And I can point out almost as many things that I don't like as things I do like about our properties. And it's even if the properties are even in the most beautiful property that you think you've ever seen, location, condition, everything about it you think is just unbelievable. I promise you, I promise you, there are things about that property that you won't like. There are things about that property that will cause you issues or problems or be something you'll have to deal with or maybe even continue to deal with during the time that you own that property. Okay, so look, there are obvious properties that you don't want to own. And everybody's got their own criteria about that. Um, If you've read any of my books, you know what my criteria is. So if you read The Nine Month Investment, if you've read Renter Nation, um, if you've read Paranoid Banker Secrets, if you've read any of those books that I've got, and they're all available on my website, by the way, DarrenGarman.com. Download them for free. They don't cost you anything. DarrenGarman.com. Okay. Well, what you'll find there is my list of properties that I avoid, that I will not buy. And everybody's got their list. Everybody's got their thing that they want to avoid. So everybody's got their criteria. However, what I find is people then kind of grow that criteria into hoping that one 
property that is absolutely perfect is going to finally, finally show up. Well, these people that think this and go through this process end up frustrated, um, and many times they end up not even moving forward with multifamily or their next property because they're holding on too tight, too tight, man, to that perfect property. So what do you do here? I mean, you want to be smart. You don't want to make any mistakes. Uh, you don't want to be foolish. But on the other hand, you've got to pull the trigger and get into owning a property. So what do you do? Pretty easy. Two things. Number one, realize, like I've already said, there's no such thing as the perfect property. Get that out of your head, that you are ultimately going to find that perfect property. Okay. You don't want to be like my friend Merv. Merv, that's right. Well, I had a friend of mine, uh, his name was Merv, and Merv, for a period of five years, five years, would contact me two or three times a year. He'd say, hey, Darren, can you go out and show me some properties? I'm, I want to buy, buy a four-unit or eight-unit property. I'm ready to buy. I'm ready to go. I'm, I got the cash. I'm ready to go. So uh, our brokerage team and myself, we would go ahead and we would help Merv go look at properties. And I want to tell you, over a five-year period, we found him some properties he should have bought. And to, to the day that this man passed away, I can tell you he was thinking, eh, should have bought that one, should have bought that one. Um, and he never pulled the trigger. Why? Why? He kept coming up with excuses and reasons because the properties that we found that we thought you should buy this just weren't perfect. So, you know, you don't want to end up like Merv, going to your grave, having the thought of, yeah, I wish I would have done that, should have bought that, should have pulled the trigger there. You don't want to be having those kinds of conversations, man. You don't want to be doing it. Okay, so again, number one, you want to, no, you're not going to find the perfect property. It's not out there. That perfect multifamily property is not out there. Okay, again, follow your criteria. We've all got them, but you've got to have some flexibility. Okay, that's number one. Number two, learn to live with imperfection on the properties that you look at and find. As long as the majority of things are in your favor, you'll be fine. Okay, so the property doesn't have, uh, the tenants don't pay their own water or their own heat, but the property's in a great location. It's well-maintained. It's well-managed. Buy the damn thing. Okay, so the property might need a new roof in about five years. Uh, the sidewalks might need to be fixed. The landscaping may need to be taken care of. The common area carpets are, are worn and they need to be taken. You know, you come up with, you know, this property is going to need quite a few things, but the location's perfect. There's a waiting list of residents wanting to live there. The rents are $50 to $100 under market. What the hell are you waiting for, man? Buy the property. Buy the property. Okay, and so don't get, we tend to get hung up with things that are wrong, things that are not perfect. We tend to think about them. We tend to overanalyze. We tend to overthink, don't we? I know in the back of your mind you're agreeing with what I'm saying right now because that's what happens. But if you want to be a successful multifamily investor, you've got to learn to balance the things that the property does not offer and does not have versus what it does have. How do you do this, Darren? What do you do? It's pretty simple. It's actually pretty simple. You look at the property, you stand there, and you then visualize in your mind, you picture, what will this property look like in five years 
What will it look like in 10 years if I were to decide to sell the property? So I buy it today. In my mind, I'm buying it today. The things that I think I would be doing to this property or possibly not doing to this property. How will this property look in five to 10 years down the road? All right, if you get, man, I'm thinking my vision's telling me it, it would look great. Um, I'd be able to do this or that. Um, I'd be able to make things the way that I think it would really bring a lot of value to the marketplace. Man, you gotta look at pulling the trigger. The second part of that question then is, what's the area and the location looking like five to 10 years down the road? Okay, is there growth, economic um, growth going on around the location? Or are there boarded up windows on houses? Are commercial properties vacant, falling down? What's going on? Is there a lot of graffiti painted all over the place? What's going on around there? And so if you're looking at this property um, and you know it's not perfect, but you know you, you're looking at bringing a lot of value to the market in five or 10 years based on what you may do to the property, number one, and based on the area and the location where it's going, number two, you damn well pull the trigger on that. You buy that. Is it gonna be perfect? No. But what won't happen, my friend, is you won't be down the road 15, 20, 30 years having that discussion with your buddy with with your kids, with your grandkids, whoever it is, and you're saying this, yeah, that 150-unit uh, property on Main Street, yeah, we had a chance to buy that about 30 years ago, and um, because the tenants didn't pay their own water bill and some landscaping work needed to be done, um, and the garages needed repaired and the driveways needed, we, we decided we weren't going to buy that. Um, yeah, I heard that you know we could have bought it for you know four million dollars and it recently sold for forty million dollars. I mean, yeah, but so you don't want to be having that conversation, okay? So get imperfection out of your head and know you're not going to have. Excuse me, get the perfect, get perfection out of your head. That's what I want to say. Get perfection out of your head, man. No, you're not going to find the perfect property be able and willing to live with its imperfections, as long as it passes those litmus tests, it's gonna be one you're gonna to wanna to pull the trigger on, all right? So, I wanna hear from you on this. Give me some feedback. What do you think? Have you run into issues? Have you run into situations where you've been too much of a perfectionist in buying a property and you found out later on uh, it should have been a property you should have purchased, right? You find later on that, yeah, I should have bought that. Um, you, how many times have you had that conversation? And by the way, if you're continuing to have that conversation, you want to make sure you're doing something not to have it and that is eventually pull the trigger and get perfection out of your mind. Thanks for joining Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.garmanblog.com. Thanks for joining Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.garmanblog.com.